everybody. Um, hey. Welcome to an impromptu recording of the Chipman Brothers Tangent. Um, mm -hmm. Bob, Bob and I were having a Skype call and we just decided, you know what, we got a few minutes. This yeah. will be shorter than the normal episode, but um, we wanted oh, yeah. to give you guys something cool. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, yeah. patreon.com slash the Chippa is where you find me. Um, yeah. The Chipman Brothers Tangent, Creating Geeks, Talkbuster Podcast, and Shooting the Shit with Chippa are all the shows that I do. Um, I've started a daily, well, kind of daily video log thing that you guys seem to like called Chippa in the Third Person. Which you in... from his car, which he assures me that he's doing safely. I am doing it very safely. You are doing it safely with a mounted camera in the car. Yes, it is a, it is a mounted camera. And once I hit record, I'm not really paying attention to the fact that the camera is there. Yeah. I'm just driving and talking. Yeah. Even though I keep looking at the camera, but I don't realize I'm doing that. The camera is like the person in the car with me that i'm talking to yeah it's weird i like it though i think it's fun no it is no it is you put like a little photo over that yeah what well then some people aren't are, 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 are like, is he driving while he's doing this i think it's great yeah let, let them let them be concerned i don't care i think it's fun yeah i don't know i enjoy it <laughs> no but it's yeah. Good. yeah but but there's that so um just tell uh, Tell the cops you're podcasting and not texting. Then it'll be fine. That no one worries. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, thanks. <laughs> I I like my new thing. It's a my good new thing. thing you know, is fun. Thing? No, it's fun. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So. So. Um. We had a couple of small things to talk about. So Jesus, figured we'd uh, huge on this thing. So we're we're doing this in video for a change, and it's. I, I don't think to, I'm going to put up the video, though. Yeah, no, don't put up the video, because, like, I, my, my laptop is one that, like, the, the screen leans backwards, so my head looks huge. Er, yeah, I got, the, I got the same thing going on. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, yeah, your, they can't, no, your, your head is people-shaped. My head is pear-shaped. But anyway, this is, this is like that Mitch Hedberg joke. I'm going to do a whole bunch of jokes that require you to actually be here. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, oh, no. Um, so, yeah, people won't see the video for this. Anyway, um, so we'll get through a couple of things, so... Um, back to something that we did on this show a lot. Um, we lost John Singleton this week. Ah, shit. Yeah, that sucks. That's terrible. Boys in um, the... Yep. He I... had a stroke and ended up in a coma, and they took him off life support, and that's rough. Yeah. Um, great, great films, great filmmaker. Um, you know, I was, I was having this thought, and it, it's kind of a bittersweet, tongue-in-cheek kind of a thing, but I said to someone, you know... It's kind of a shame they never asked him to come back and do one of these good Fast and the Furious movies. Because I think Singleton, you know, th that would have been a cool, like, later in the career thing. Because he made, like, kind of the more disliked one, right? But that was early on. Well, he did the second one, yeah. Yeah, but but it would have been, you know, I was thinking about that. And, like, you know, since everybody seems to get him, get to make a Fast and the Furious movie now, why mm. not uh, let John Singleton, you know, that would have been a cool thing. But, well, you know, the second one is really now more like the rest of the series than the first one is. That's a true statement. That is true. Like, like, if you go back and watch the first Fast and Furious, it's still trying to be like a real movie. Yeah. Right. Like, like there's there's only really a race in like the beginning, middle, and end of it, and it's trying to be a drama, and it's all like the business about you know my father was a racer, and then I killed a guy, and now I'm sad, and and like it, it's it's it takes place in the real world, and Paul Walker's a cop, rest in peace, Paul Walker, and uh, yeah, right, we're just gonna have to start doing that with everyone involved yeah. in those movies. But then like the, 
Yeah, but then like the second one, because they couldn't get Vin Diesel back and they, you know, still figured that the franchise was about the cars and Paul Walker. So like, you know, that that's the one that immediately decides that it's going to be like Starsky and Hutch and they jump the car onto the boat and it's got like Tyrese is in that one. Like the whole reason that Tyrese is in the series with nothing to do with his character, like they, they bring Tyrese back so that the second one still exists as a series and then Ludacris comes back in. But, like, Ludacris, they decide, is now, like, a technology expert because he ran, yes. like, the radio station in the second one. So now he can, like, hack computers and build things into cars and, like, put weapons on the cars and stuff. But, like, Tyrese was only in the second one to, like, you know, do the same character as Vin Diesel but less interesting. Yep. And, yeah. But, but like, doesn't it, Vin Diesel show up at the end anyway? No, he's in the third one. Third one, that's he's it. In, that's he's, it. he's in Tokyo Drift, which is even less like the other's then then that's because yeah because then han is in the third one and then he's not in the fourth one but then he's back at the end of the fifth one and then they make yeah. it be that statham's the guy that kills him yeah anyway so speaking <laughs> of that is a weird segue a weird tangent right. as we yeah, do yeah. Mm -hmm. before end game when i saw it in a real theater in a real screening with audiences with trailers yeah. there was the biggest trailer for hobbs and shaw i have ever seen oh, where yeah. they where they reveal the fact that it's going to be like a ground war with mm -hmm. like people using like hand to hand combat weapons. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this movie looks like it's just trying to be every genre all at once, and I want to see it right now. Well, what is it? They go to um, they, they go back to like um, to Samoa. To, they go they go to, to Samoa, Samoa, and yeah. he's like, "Where's all the guns?" And they open it up. We sold all the guns. They're dangerous. So they cut out, and it's just all like freaking like tribal weaponry right, like, this right. is yeah, awesome. yeah and i think like uh is 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 it is is, is 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 roman reigns the uh the 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 rest not not his real name his wwe name roman reigns. is he in the, the movie i think i think so yeah because uh the the rock a couple of the rock's cousins are uh are also his uh his actual cousins and also his cousins by uh tribal identification because uh for the number of people who are now famous through professional wrestling through the Anwai family, uh, Amer American Samoa is not actually that large of an island. Right. right? So, so there's a, a lot of people know one another. Uh, are, are there? So uh, I think uh, either Roman Reigns and uh, a couple of the others are, are in the movie as well with The Rock. You know, so like making a, a feature debut and he may or may not have, if he is in this, they may or may not have shot this while he was in recovery from leukemia, which is uh, right. Right. Cause he's, uh, he, he's, he, you know, you don't, you get remission from leukemia. You don't like get over it. That's you know? actually what the guy who, yeah. um, who I donated stem cells to was, um, dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I ever, did I ever talk about that on here? I don't know that you did. Did you? Oh, yeah. well, um, I'll, I'll say it real quick for, for people that want to know more things about me. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I was in a bone marrow donation um, uh, database, yeah. and I got matched with a couple people, and I finally got matched with a guy and gave um, stem cells through like a blood transfusion, so very similar to what they do for platelet donation, mm. um, and saved a person's life. Yeah. Um, I got to talk to him. That was wild. Yeah, uh, that was good of you, man. That was good on that you. That was about four or five years ago now. Mm. Yeah, my brother's a good guy. You should give him money. Yes. Yeah. Please. 
I try to be a good guy anyway. That, like, like that's, that's my not, goal. Like that. That's not why he brought that up. But like, you should you should give no. him. Yeah, I can't believe how. So we got there. So so, so rest in peace, John Singleton. We, yes. we got there from that. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Peter Mayhew. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's a bummer. Yeah, we lost. Um, mm. He's been sick for a bit, right? He's been sick a long time. He yeah. Has, you know, he had complications from uh, spine problems and whatnot. Yeah. And the, he was in the wheelchair. Because when was he Chewbacca last? Was he Chewbacca last in Revenge of the Sith? Or was that still he wasn't playing the character anymore? He, he's done it off and on. Uh, he he didn't. I, I don't believe he did it in, in uh, Revenge of the Sith. But he was the, he was in the Super Force Awakens because they didn't. Have That's him. right. In as right. he, they didn't have him in as much of uh, the Force Awakens, but he did do. It was important to get him back in the suit. But uh, he was not uh, Chewbacca in uh, Solo because there was a lot more physical work in Solo. That was a ton uh, of physical work. Yeah, that, that was, uh, Juno Sotomo in uh, in uh, in uh, Solo. Cool. So um, so a couple of quick blurbs because this will be like I told people this is an episode of the Chipman Brothers Tangent, but it'll be a little bit of a shorter one. We didn't expect to record one, but you yeah. know. This this will be fun. Um, I finally saw the movie Overlord. Bob, did you do an official review of Overlord when that came out? That was on uh, Geek.com's channel. I did for awesome. Was, uh, and and, and yeah. what did you think? Yeah. What did you think about Overlord? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah man. So well, if the people yeah. have the, <laughs> I'm imagining a lot of people listening to this haven't gotten to Overlord yet. Yeah, no, nobody saw this movie. <laughs> um, so Overlord is produced by J.J. Abrams. It was directed by. Is it Roger James Avery? I, I'm going to get the name wrong. No, it's not Avery. It's uh, so, it's it's someone else. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now while we're talking. So, Overlord. Yeah. What? Was it's it not Drew Goddard. No, Drew, no, no, it's not Drew Goddard. Um, Overlord was, and you'd think the internet would just bring this up. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't because the internet hates me. Yeah. Um, today. <laughs> which is fine. Julius Avery. Okay, oh, yeah. the last name, right? Okay, I thought it changed. Oh, no, Julius Avery. Yeah, yeah. So so the cool thing, my initial reaction to Overlord was I would love to be in the audience to see a bunch of elderly folk go to see this on a whim. Yeah. Because, you know, outside of the fact that it's a war movie, um, World War II movie, yeah. um, Done pretty outside of the fact that it's, you know, a very violent World War II movie. Yeah. It spends about maybe the first 25, 35 minutes, you know, just kind of being a like horrors of war kind of a movie. That I'm imagining this was an inexpensive movie, but that opening um airdrop sequence is is up there with some of the most tense openings to a war movie I've ever seen. Like that was in amazing, and it has nothing to do with the 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 second act stinger of what's going on in this movie. Yeah, you know, um, right? Do you agree? Like that that broke me, and then the the tracking shot of the guy um, uh, parachuting in. So for those that don't know, and I, I guess you know, spoiler alert on Overlord, but I'm imagining the ad campaign spoiled this. But it's you know basically about the Nazis trying to make super soldiers. Yeah, and the super soldiers end up being, you know, kind of, I guess I'd, I'd equate it more to like the resident evil four version of zombies where they're just like super strong, crazy ass, nutty people um, that are, that are enhanced. But man, they, it's weird to say that a movie with a premise like that is, um, is focused and small, but this one really is, 
you know, it, it they don't do any like big. It, it's like basically the idea of it is D Day is about to happen. I think D Day is hours away. Yeah, and they need to take out a tower because this tower is basically the last thing, the comm tower that's yeah. going to stop us from being able to pull a fast one on D Day and get in there. Yeah, and so they get to this town, this little town in France, and it turns out that this is like the epicenter for this unknown human experiment thing where the the tar and the ground infused it it, it turned into um uh um the cure for wellness for a little bit there yeah. you know where i'm like okay so they're injecting the people and then um, harnessing this blood serum that they inject with themselves or inject with corpses and bring them back to life and make thousand year reich super soldiers is the idea yeah it, yeah, but supposedly someone thinks that, that the the running theory of it was that at one point this was going to be called like the Cloverfield something. That this oh. would have been like a Cloverfield movie and that this would have been like there was a Cloverfield alien under the ground or something. That that, that I this, like what they did way better. Yeah. That this was that this would have been a, that this would have been a Cloverfield movie and that there would have been a clo that this that the, the goo in the ground would have been like the blood of a Cloverfield alien and that that's what was going on. But uh, sure, it, it has not been confirmed that this was ever supposed to be a Cloverfield movie. Well, man, they do so much with so little. I love the yeah. use of practical gore effects with actually quite good digital um, additions yeah. for once. Um, the villain is badass. Yeah. The actors all all take it very seriously. Kurt Russell's kid. This is a Wyatt Russell uh, role. Yeah. And, you know, it. Instead of it feeling like it, it never does the tongue in cheek, um, like asylum movie thing where we yeah. know this is pretty silly. Instead, they they take it dead serious, and because of that, it really works. Mm. It, it's just an old fashioned badass movie with a cool third act twist, mm-hmm. and that final tracking shot of the guy escaping from the exploding bunker yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Like. Like that, I, I, that's the thing, the things like, okay, the zombie stuff is cool and the gore effects are cool, but the things I ended up loving about this movie were technical filmmaking achievements, you know, this is just a badass movie and I, I want everybody to see it. Please see Overlord. Overlord yeah. is great. I bought it. I yeah. bought it sight unseen nice. and I'm not upset. Yeah. And this, this is a great, like this, this isn't really like it was, I, I wish people had gone and seen it in theaters. Like it. The thing is, if they had promoted this, I think people would have gone to see. That's the thing is that if they had like put some advertising behind this and said, you know, Overlord, go see it, I think people would have gone and seen it. But like they didn't, and that was unfortunate. Because I mean, it's it's an eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, yeah. World like, War Two zombie horror movie. Like, yeah, I, like, yeah, like people who saw it would go would 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 go to it because you know, like I know people who've seen it and and liked it, and I've uh, you know, this this is a movie. That uh, every every once in a while, you know, because uh, I I uh, people who don't know, I I live in uh, in in Revere, Massachusetts, you know, which is a uh, which is an interesting city, yeah, you know, and has a lot it of it is uh, yeah, and has 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 some divey type uh, uh, drinking establishments down by the down by the beach, you know, which which can be you know just a good good late night hang, you know, good yep. late night hang to have. Have some, you know, just have a, a slice of so-so pizza and uh, affordable beer in uh, disposable cups. Right? Yes. So you can go, so you can go down and, and uh, just, just, just have that, you know. Then you can walk back to your house, but uh, or back to your car and then back to your house. And uh, that 
a surprising amount of times, you know, you can you can be watching a game when on POB and they, uh, when when that was on uh, when they were advertising that on Blu-ray for a while when I was like oh, Overlord now that is guys he's like you know oh shit I went and saw that I didn't know what it was and it was all like that that's when people would, would you you would hear from guys he's like I didn't know what the fuck that was yet but that was the shit yo just just you know like <laughs> old old angry New England dudes you know loved loved when they, that's gonna be a thing when that's on like TNT and TBS with some of the gore cut out granted but not much when that's just like running but they won't have they won't have to cut out much that's much? that's the cool thing it's there but what they show on television it's more of the stabbings and things that yeah they have to cut yeah. out. Yeah. When, that comes, yeah, when that's just running like twice a day on Sunday afternoon on like TBS and TNT, like people are going to like see that and go like, where the hell did this come from? What? Yeah. Why, did I, why didn't I know about this? Like this is going to be like a bunch of 50 year old dudes, like favorite movie that they don't know. They're like, you know, they don't make them like this anymore. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah they did. This came out like a year and a half ago. You just didn't go to see it, dude. Right. It's, it's, you know, it, it's it's a war horror movie with the sensibility of the uh, of the fourth Rambo movie. Yeah, you know, because yeah. because that's basically trying to be you know a straight war movie, but yeah. also with you know a Quentin Tarantino level of blood being spilled. And this is kind of the same thing. Is it's you know it's just a little bit more gory than war movies usually are, and then there's super soldiers. Yeah, and and I loved it. So so Overlord yeah. gets a big thumbs up from me. Um, I I, I really dug it. Awesome. Um, so then, you know, it's been a week and a half. Week and a half. Yep. No, j- well, a week and a half since we saw it, but, right. um, Endgame has been out for a week and yes. people have heard your review. People that are patrons of the guys over at Geeks with Shields have heard my review or at least my group review, but you and I, you know, outside of our little jokey video, haven't got to tell people what we thought about Endgame. Yeah. So, um, so Bob, uh, one, first of all, for full disclosure, I really got to say, there's something. This is a community movie, right? Yeah. And this is this is like a, a you know the first time you and I saw Fellowship of the Ring. Um, this is like you know the Return of the King coming out, and it, oh my God, they stick the landing. This is like Phantom Menace, you know, that first day before we knew what the movie actually was, waiting in line. This is that kind of event, uh, and it might even be bigger than those. Um, just because of how much has come behind it, but it this is my I've been to a few critic screenings with you, and this one, this one was amazing because the critic audience was reacting to it like fans. Yeah, yeah. you know, this wasn't you know this wasn't a stodgy group trying not to react because they wanted the good hot take that they could find. And this is you know when when Cap lifts Mjolnir, everybody goes nuts. Yeah, you know when when people cry, everybody cries. You know and um. So, you know, Endgame, and again, sorry guys, spoiler spoiler warning okay. on Endgame, but um, I don't know where, where I, I've done some thinking about this um, before we get into, you know, the, the, the intricacies of it, and I had to see it a second time, and man, with a, with a theatrical audience, oh my god, people just eat yeah. this damn thing up. For a three hour long movie that is a lot of exposition and a lot of talking, people just eat this damn thing up i i loved seeing it it's electric seeing this Mm. with an audience but this movie's about to about to break two billion dollars going into its second weekend it's easily i think going to destroy avatar now which is just crazy to think about um but where would you rank it bob 
in the well, 22 films. Oh shit! Uh, I did some thinking, and I, I, I think I, I think I, I think I've got it for me. Uh, where would you, you rank know, I, it? You know, I'd, I'd, I'd have to look at it. Um, shit, I don't know. Uh, like I think it's like I would, I would give Endgame out of all of them. It's like. It's it's not one of the ten out of tens for me of the Marvel movies. It's uh, yeah, I, I I agree with that. It's very close it's, for me, but it's you know, not the, the the ten out of tens are like the first Avengers, Black Panther, uh, first Avengers, Black Panther, Ragnarok, Guardians two. Uh, those are like the 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 ones that are like just top shelf. Nothing wrong with those. Um, it's the second best Avengers movie, certainly. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I actually, I actually think it might be the best for me, but it's a real close margin. Yeah, Avengers yeah. movie. It's, so it's, my my top five. Yeah. Okay. Um, and here's the way I rank them because you know I, I I actually came up with a ranking because it's so hard to rank these movies against each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's so instead of I I found it impossible to do that because of to rank them against each other. They're all like, you know, there's like five movies that would be my number two. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's just, it's too damn hard. And I also don't think any of them are bad films. Mm. I think some of them are way lesser films, but I don't think any of them are failures as films. So I came up with a ranking based on, and these are all scores out of five. Yeah. Um, overall story, mm-hmm. humor, story, humor, balance, which I thought was very important. Yeah, and I'll and I'll get to why villain. Okay. Um, how it succeeds as a comic book or a superhero film, I, and then I, how it succeeds as an actual film. Yeah, because that's a distinction too, you know. Um, and then um, cinematography, because I had to, I wanted to throw an extra thing in there. Yeah. Um, so my top five using that criteria are Black Panther at number okay. one. Number one, okay. Nothing has knocked Black Panther out of number one for that movie. Moved me. Yeah. Um. It, it. And it also, you know, it had it has a story humor balance that because it came before Infinity War, I was really looking for in an Avengers movie because mm-hmm. even though I love Captain America Civil War, mm-hmm. I feel like Captain America Civil War and Captain America, um, uh the winter soldier lean too heavy into um um hard story hard seriousness and um i was missing that kind of humor whereas thor ragnarok kind of brings you in the total other direction where it's way more humor and way less seriousness even though the second time through what that movie really means kind of hits you like a ton of bricks right Um, but like I, it's why I always give the first Avenger the edge over Winter Soldier and Civil War, even though I love all three of them, because Captain America: The First Avenger is the most comic booky Captain America movie I could ever want. Do I think it's the best Captain America movie? No, I think that might be the Winter Soldier, to tell you the truth. But I think the first Avenger is what I want in a Captain America movie from a comic book standpoint. So that's why I give it. So it's Black Panther, and actually, Endgame inches out at number. Two for me, surprisingly, yeah. with Guardians Two, the original Avengers, and Infinity War making out the top five. Right, um, and I think that's a really strong top five. And it took me a while to get there, but Endgame Endgame was number six when I ranked it originally. Yeah. When, after you and I saw it, because ha- it's really hard for me to like 
something more for how it affects me physically mm-hmm. than Guardians 2. Yeah. But end game after I thought about it, I was like, what the end of Guardians 2 does to me, what the father and son segment of Guardians does to me personally, Endgame did to me like six times. Mm, mm, mm. You know? Mm-hmm. The like I mean, scenes that aren't even that emotional, I'm up front, like Tony meeting his dad. Yeah. I sat there the whole time in the theater broken by that because it was so perfect. The writing, the acting, what it meant for the character was so goddamn perfect. Um, Everything at the end of the funeral with Happy and Tony Stark's daughter. Mm. It Mm. reminded me of watching you with Ava, dude. You know, we're going to get you all the cheeseburgers. Mm -hmm. I got this. You know what I mean? It just, it broke me. This movie was incredible. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's very hard to rank these movies, but mm-hmm. um, but that's what I came up with for it, and that's my explanation. Um, and right at number six is now the original Guardians of the Galaxy because Endgame had to eke it out of the top five. Mm-hmm. But it, it took me the second time, and Endgame, I wasn't sure if I if it would be entertaining the second time because it gave me everything. You know, I knew what was coming, but it, it's it's like watching the movie fresh again the second time through. Yeah. I don't know if you had that same reaction. It it's it, yeah it, it is it's 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 heavy it's heavy yeah uh, I I did go, I I've seen it a second time as well I I don't ranking them or something because so many of them kind of occupy like different genres I agree I you know, agree so so like it's it's like when people do like oh the like you know the it, it, like it's easy when people say oh the, you know the top like Pixar movies because they 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 sort of all kind of fit in the same sort of wheelhouse right you know. But whereas the the Marvel movies, you know, okay, you know, they're they're all sort of superhero movies, but that like fits in a different kind. You know, there's there's multiple angles there. Like, okay, some of them are kind of spy thing. You know, Doctor Strange is kind of a magic thing. You know, some of them have you know, Black Panther is is like a fantasy sci-fi thing. You know, Endgame is kind of all of it mushed together. Guardians Galaxy sci-fi thing. It's you know, it's it's uh, it's it's tough. I think uh, Endgame probably like if I if if I really thought about it and like, you know, crunched down a top five, probably squeaks in the top five, just, just for like scale and spectacle, but I'd really have to like, you know, but it's, it's tough, like, right? It's so tough. Do I want to move, you know, uh, for, do I, do I want to move, you know, the original Avengers first captain America guardians to Iron Man three, etc. out of like, you know, which one of those, you know, drops out of my top five to make room for any game. Don't know, but exactly. Uh, but exactly. Have to have to look at it. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see, you know, we'll see, but you know, I'm weird. I'm weird about these because, you know, I'm somebody who thinks, you know, Iron Man three is the best Iron Man. A lot of people don't think that I, I agree. I, yeah. You see, there you go. I, I, I happen to think that it is, uh, you know, I'm someone who doesn't really care for uh, Spider-Man homecoming. A lot of people really like that one. I don't really care for it. Um, right. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, you know, things of, of that nature. So, but they, you know, I think I think Endgame is is really good. I thought it was uh, a lot of fun, and uh, you know, I'm, I I look forward to seeing what that comes next from this whole thing. Me too. Uh, you know, it's like I I enjoyed it. It's got powerful moments. I love the big uh, the action beats near the end. Uh, I love uh, I like that they didn't uh, overdose on Captain Marvel. I like Cap- I like Captain Marvel. I thought that was fun. I like her character. I like her uh, angle on it. But uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that because a lot of people did feel that, you know, that uh, they had that one come out right beforehand that, uh, oh, they're going to have this like super powerful character show up and that's going to be the person who shows up and beats the bad guy. 
And, uh, you know, it would be cool to have that, uh, you know, show up because then it's like, oh, hey, this character that all these assholes got pissed off about because they didn't like that it's this chick character, you know, comes in and beats that guy that would, you know, be a good fuck you to them. But also, like, narratively, I don't know if that works because, you know, who, who are you? We haven't met you before. Right. But, I, yeah. do, I do love that she has a good one-on-one standoff with Thanos. Yeah. And he headbutts her and she doesn't even fucking move. Yeah. But then he rips off the stone and punches her. And I'm like, this is awesome because it shows that it shows that one that Thanos is actually quite equipped. Yeah. You know, it's not like he's just overpowered or overthinking. He is the he is the full package of crazy yeah. supervillainy, right? Yeah. The yeah. guy he thinks on his feet, he can battle, he can yeah. do all these things. And I love that that ending battle goes on so long. Yeah, that's a it, um, yeah. It's and I and, and actually, you know, the movie's got so many great moments and, you know, I don't want this to go on for forever, but we couldn't talk yeah. about any of these when we did our, our first little reaction thing. So yeah. um, I'm going to go with, you know, my five tops. You give mm-hmm. our five your five tops and we'll talk about some of yeah. we want. So I cannot believe how beautifully done and yeah. how much of a gut punch the opening cold open of this movie is. Yeah, that's a good because because. We spend a whole movie without Hawkeye. Yeah. We don't know if if he lives, if anyone from his family lives. We don't know any of this. And then they give us this opening shot with him and his family kind of being happy, right? And you know, okay, this is the only person aside from um, Ant-Man, which we got to see kind of what was going on with him at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp with that, yeah. you know, right? That's where the he get his person that's supposed to bring him back out gets dusted. Right. I, I'm, I'm yeah. not mistaking that that was their yeah. stinger for that movie. I can't, couldn't remember if it was that or a different movie for some reason. Um, but I, there hasn't been much in these movies that I would describe as outright horror, Yeah, you know, in the way it's paced and it feels so jarring because you know, as soon as you see the setup, I've seen the trailers. I know Hawkeye's in this. So, yeah. okay. Which, or I guess all now of his family members are going to buy it right now. And when's it going to happen? Mm-hmm. It's like in a Jason movie when you know Jason's in the next room and the person just has to walk in and they're going to die. And it is paced. It, like the theater was, you could hear a pin drop. Everyone was so silent, right? That's one of my favorite scenes. Um, I absolutely love uh, everything in the time travel sequence back to Thor, the dark world. Like that should be a complete throwaway. They have the balls to go back to a movie that is so inconsequential in the grand scheme of, you know, yeah, it started developing Thor as a character, but it's like forgotten. And they had the balls to be like, not only we're going to send you back to it, we're going to make you care. We're going to make you care about shit that happened in Thor, the dark world. Fuck you, buddy. And I just loved everything in there. I loved everything with Thor and his mom. I thought that like elevated the character. Every time I was afraid that Thor in fat suit was just going to become a dumb caricature, I remembered that Chris Hemsworth could act and yeah. these guys could write a goddamn script because mm-hmm. he he just they kept giving us those moments that just made it worth it. Um, the Captain America stands against Thanos's army shot that looks like a freaking painting or a splash you know panel of a comic yeah. is probably the single greatest shot in this entire franchise. Mm-hmm. It's just 
gorgeous. And everything that comes afterwards, you know, Avengers, assemble. We finally got it, man. And it was so badass. Um, but that's three. And Tony Stark's um, exit stage left scene breaks me. Um, mm-hmm. You can finally rest now is, is just the balls. Yeah. And, um, and Captain America getting everything he ever wanted mm-hmm. um, is just so perfect. Yeah. Um, what, what about you? What are some of your favorite bits? I mean, I like all of those. Uh, you know, the, the, I, I like everything in the big battle. You know, Captain America, you know, swinging the hammer. That's really yes. cool. Oh, it's yeah. so cool. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, like, as soon as they said we're doing the event, it's like, okay, so you're going to do this eventually. And they're like, okay, if you didn't do it in the first one, it means we're going to do it in the last one. So right. we, 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 we've kept bringing it up. Now we're going to do it. Okay. And then they get into, like, okay, awesome. That's cool. I, you know, I, I, I like that. Uh, you know, little throwaway bits like it's this. This has this has come up as a thing that people either like or or don't like. I understand why some people don't like it. Well, I understand why uh, you know people dislike it for non-asshole reasons. That there's a, a a kind of a gratuitous bit in the midst of all of the other gratuitous bits toward the end, where just all of the women characters randomly line oh, up. Oh, well, I loved that. Obviously, where they all kind of randomly line up and and charge the bad guys at once. And he's like, you know, he was like. You know, this is pandering, and I'm like, are you really going to complain about pandering in pandering the movie? Yes, exactly. You know, the, the third act of this movie is all pandering. That That is the point of it, you know? Like, li- like literally all of the, like, for, for very little justification, every surviving good guy that we know of and have met up to this point, other than the people from the television shows, you know kind of, you know, portal in at the end because reasons, you know, to the to the point where, you know, everyone's just like, is that everyone? And one of the other characters goes, did you really want more? I loved it. I yeah. loved it. All to charge the back. Like, I mean, there's a beat in the middle of this fight where one of the characters, you know, rushes up to fight Thanos and Thanos has to remind them midway through that this is past Thanos who does not know who they are. Yep. You know, he's like, yep. you, know, like you took everything from me. I don't even know you. I loved that. <laughs> it's a, it's a good, it's a good bit. You know, it's, uh, it's, you know, that there's uh, exactly enough self-awareness. Uh, you know, I like, it's, it's a good, it's a good bit of bit of beat. I like that they find, they found a good balance between the fan servicey stuff that people have wanted from the comics, but also the, the fact that these are still, the versions that they've made for the movies that have the personalities that these characters have wanted that, that have kind of developed organically in the films, which has been, was kind of a problem early on. Like this is, I think a lot of people's issues with like Iron Man two and Iron Man three is when they did Iron Man two, a lot of people kind of uh, had an issue that they weren't going, that they didn't do, you know, the only Iron Man story in the comics that anyone really ever cared about was the the demon in the bottle story when Iron Man was, you know, a severe alcoholic and he was crashing into things and whatnot because that was kind of the only time Iron Man was interesting. Yep. In the comics because they never really could figure out what to do with Iron Man when communism was over. <laughs> and because uh, that was sort of it. And, you know, that's fine, but... By the time Iron Man 2 came out, someone had already made Hancock. Yep. Right? So, 
you know, what else are they going to do? And instead they sort of built it out of Robert Downey Jr.'s personality and it had become a different character. So people got annoyed. Uh, I like where I'm going with this is when Cap like Captain Marvel in this one, she shows up now and it's been five years into the future. So they give her the, uh, you know, the I'm a tough girl now, you know, the the sort of like the butch haircut from the comics, which is fun. Looks good on her. Good job. Yeah, I, th- I think it looks awesome. I love Rocket's little line. Yeah, where have you been this whole time? Getting that haircut. Yeah, and you know it looks good. It looks and it looks cool, but also that she's still kind of got Brie, you know Brie Larson's just sort of annoyed. Uh, you know, like Brie Larson's version of a t- of of like a tough girl voice is just kind of a just sort of exasperated soccer coach voice. Yep. You know, and it and it works. It you know, works really well. Actually, and it's, and it's good. She's she's got a good persona, and I I, I like her her whole take on this is. Like I, I enjoy Carol Danvers in the comics, but like the uh, the angle that they have for her there is very sort of you know it, it's this this kind of you know just kind of done with it Ellen Ripley drill sergeant sort of thing, and it works. And if they'd gotten like uh, you know like a like a Linda Hamilton in Terminator to do the part yeah. would have been one thing, or like Emily Blunt in uh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow or whatever it's called now. Because uh, I think they they never really decided what that movie was called after nobody saw it. But yeah, uh, yeah. But I guess they're gonna make another one. I don't know. But like it, like that would have been a thing. But uh, you know they they've given her uh, a whole other angle and it uh, and it works and I like it. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes from here. I'd like to know you know what happens with uh, you know what it, what it, what is what's in Black Panther two? You know where, where does that go? What happened in Wakanda for who's who's in who's been in charge of Wakanda for five years? Right, that's but, I want that movie so if, bad. If, if the prince and princess have been dead for five years, you know was uh, I assume like Mbaku must have been in charge. He would have been like the next guy in line. He's like the other guy. Like you know that makes did, sense. Did he turn things over? Okay, was that an issue? Uh, you know, I want to see that movie bad. Yeah, I want to see that. Um, was. Uh, shit uh you know who's in charge of the i mean we'll we'll find out apparently agents of shield uh is taking place um in like now not in the future oh because well like it, it's it's uh, taking place a year after the last show so like contemporary to now as opposed to 2023 or 4 i guess is when right. that end game takes place and because it's into the future, so that it can sync back up when things get in. Uh, far, the Spider Spider Man Far From Home, I assume, takes place a few days after Endgame or uh, a few days after the end of Endgame. I loved, you know, d- despite having differing, you know, feelings on Spider Man Homecoming. Um, I, I, you know, it's not my favorite Marvel movie, but I do enjoy it. I love the. Um, you know, I I really wanted to see Peter Parker and uh, and Tony Stark get back together, but because I liked their relationship in Infinity War, I didn't really like any of the Tony Stark bits in Homecoming. Um, but I love seeing Ned and Peter Parker get back together because yeah, that, that scene is enough to tell you that Ned obviously survived the snap and is really really happy to see his friend again. <laughs> you know, and I I I love that about that shot. Um, so yeah, um, you know. It's well, late well, for, well, they're what? still in school. They're in school together, though. So it looks like Ned is back from the dusting because they're there. They seem to be no. Going I think. For... I, oh, I was thinking that 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 more told me that Ned just survived it and has been and is surprised to see his friend. Well, no, I because don't know. in five years, Ned would not be in school anymore. 
That's true. That's a very good point. Yeah. Oh, see, look at a different take. Well, no, because he's well, and he's in, uh, and and he, and I think Ned is in Far From Home, so they they're in the same uh, trip. So nice. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, that's we did a little blurb on on Endgame, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more. But I'm really tired. Okay. Um, yeah. You had on and, out. You know, we, we and we've done this about 40 minutes, so that's yeah. that's a, that's an episode. Yeah. So, not- um, guys, you know, that's more thoughts from Bob and I on Endgame. Uh, Bob, do you got anything you want to tell the people about? Uh, no, I'm pretty uh, good uh, Good right now. Uh, you know, it's been a slow week. I saw El Chicano. It's fine. My review's on The Escapist. Uh, nice. You know, I'll check that out. Yeah. So uh, you guys have a good time. Chris, uh, good, good on you, and I'll see you around, okay? All right, Bob. Have a great night. Thank you all for coming along on the tangent. We'll talk to you later.